0: This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everyone, welcome to Meat Sports Alcohol for Tuesday, November 2nd, officially Scorpio season. I'm your co host, Dylan.
1: I'm JMO, and I really wish you didn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> Scorpio <laughs> season, shout out.
0: Uh, we have an awesome show for you today. First, uh, we sit down with our good friend, Shailen Singh. He's a co-host of Bear Dash for Dash Sports TV. He was formerly a Cal football beat writer for the Daily Cal, and he's also our resident depressed Atlanta sports fan, and we're going to talk to him about the Braves, see how his general mental health is doing uh, with the Braves slash an Atlanta sports team having another big lead in a championship game or series. Uh, So we'll see how he's doing and check in with him and talk Braves.
1: Uh, after the interview, I get on Dylan's ass for how hopeful he was about the Bengals last week during our interview, considering the fact that they just lost to the Jets <laughs> with a quarterback, backup quarterback in his first ever NFL game, starting his first NFL game. So that was a lot of fun for me. Probably not for you, but should be pretty entertaining. Uh, that's the show. And check it away. Take Make the king go up. Don't, don't know what... From that golden glove, respect. respect. Boss man, Brr. you don't know. Biden, respect. Big true, make the king go up, make the king go up. Don't Dana, no one for Robert. Boop, boop, boop. Boss man, straight from that golden glove. We now welcome on Shalen Singh. Uh, depressed Atlanta sports fan. Are you a depressed Atlanta sports fan? I feel like last time we talked to you, you said that you were no longer a fan because it was too depressing. So, how do you feel right now? Braves. No, okay.
2: To clarify, yes, depressed. Yes, but I'm always a fan. It's just like at a certain point, the expectations become so low that like it almost seems like I'm not a fan because when we lose, I just don't care. But. Right now, I'd say hopes are pretty high. I'm not depressed right now. The Hawks are looking good. The Braves are looking good. Georgia. And, um, Georgia's George Georgia's looking very good. Yeah. yeah. It's really the just the Falcons. Falcons.
1: Are, yeah, the Falcons are whatever, but yeah. you can ignore them for you now. You don't have to talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, not, they're no. not relevant. They're not. Um, well, for being depressed, or historically being a depressed Atlanta sports fan, <laughs> hypothetically, just hypothetically, what's worse? Choking a 3-1 lead in the World Series or a 28-3 lead in a Super Bowl?
2: I'm gonna have to go with 28-3 just because of the way that game was going. I feel like 3-1 lead is it's yeah, it's a 3-1 lead. The odds are not, or the odds are very much in our favor still. I feel like even being up 3-2, but a 28-3 lead, I think I don't there's so many stats you can look at. That just have never happened. I mean, people have blown 3-1 leads before. It's pretty rare in different sports, but it's happened. What happened in that Super Bowl, pretty much none of that had ever happened. And the amount of plays that had to go right for the Patriots, it it was just – nothing can get worse than that. Like, I mean, knock on wood, fingers crossed, we are talking about Atlanta, but I don't think anything will be worse than that in the future of sports.
1: I also feel like maybe now this Braves team, it like isn't. It was never an expectation that you would make it this far at all. So it's kind of like, this is all kind of bonus. But still, probably. I mean, it a- wasn't with
2: the Falcons either. The Fal- the Falcons that year were like supposed to be one of the worst teams. I think the ESPN Power Rankings had us at like twenty six or twenty seven heading into the season. But I mean.
0: But you guys were good. But you guys were good yeah, at going the, the into offense, the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Matt Ryan was like Matt Ryan was MVP that year. And like yeah. you guys, the Braves. I mean, didn't the Braves win 87? where are you? It like was eighty-eight. Won, the, you won eighty-eight. You had to, and you guys had to beat the Phillies in a series at the end. Like, like the whole NL East is horrible, and you guys were like under five hundred in July, and you lost your best player.
2: I think it's. I think it's totally fair
0: to be shocked by this.
2: I no, yeah, it's very similar. This is why I feel like Atlanta sports are in a good spot right now. This is the same thing that happened with the Hawks. Like uh, horrible record halfway through the season, fire Nate Mc or fire um Lloyd Pierce, Nate, Nate McMillan turns everything around, and then look at us, Eastern Conference Finals. I feel like it's the same kind of vibe with the Braves. No one really expected it.
0: Yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember telling uh. One of my friends when uh, you guys were making all those deals at at the deadline to get like Jock and Solaire and stuff like that that I was like i I remember specifically saying, "Why are they doing that? This doesn't make any sense. Jock Peterson is washed and they're not even they're third in their shitty division like what are they doing but that clearly shows that I don't know that much about baseball because
2: yeah I mean now. it's it's kind of funny <laughs> that literally every, I feel like Two or three times a game, they put up the graphic of like the four in or four outfielders the Braves acquired, like right before the trade deadline. So it's kind of ingrained in everyone's head that
1: it turned out to be a good move. I do feel like I, I agree with you, though, Dylan, that like this Braves team has taught me that I know nothing about baseball. I feel like they just defy everything. Yeah. Is there, can, can you? This is a good question, Shaylin, if for someone who knows things about sports. Can there be a bad coaching decision when it comes to pitching? Because if last night's game didn't prove that, like just starting a guy for the first time ever in the game and then putting in someone who usually should be starting. I just feel like pitching is so weird now. I don't even know what is a good or bad coaching decision. Dude,
2: I'm right there with you. I have, as as someone who like never played baseball, well, okay, I played T-ball as probably we all did but the pitching was not nearly – there was no pitching, actually. It was T-ball, <laughs> so I take that back. Um, but, yeah, I, I know just as little about, like, matchup decisions and, like, whether a manager is doing a good job or not, pulling certain pitchers, taking them out. So, I mean, when you, when you lose so many starters like the Braves had, then, I, like, I guess you just got to go with what you've got. So, I mean, I feel like you can't really blame it all on Snicker, but, I mean – the intricacies are, are not my strong suit at all
1: when like, it batting baseball. cranky eighth taking yeah. out a pitcher. Dude, you got so a hit. No hitter. I mean, he goodness. did get a hit. Yep, and then put on the jacket like a good pitcher.
0: You can always honestly just say like, just say it all comes down to matchups, even if you don't know what those matchups actually mean or what the consequences of those matchups are. But you can just say, as uh, oh yeah, it's just about the matchups. When an, any time a a manager makes a weird pitching decision and it'll seem like you know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Shaylin, would the amount
1: of alcohol that you consume after a Braves World Series win or choking the 3-1 lead be different?
2: Yes, very much so. I think it would in be... which direction? Oh, losing would be much worse. Like, I would do everything in my power to forget that the Braves exist and I pretty much the next day recover and then move on to the Hawks.
1: That's that's it. It's a pretty good coping strategy.
2: Yeah.
1: I thought you were going to say start drinking again. That would have been concerning.
2: <laughs> but no. I mean, at a Hawks. certain point you got to move on and you know, as this has been a repetitive theme in Atlanta sports, I've learned to move on very quickly. So after georgia alabama same thing used to it whatever lose next day it's fine just go
0: you've developed like a hard shell over the years Some yeah coping mechanisms
2: no emotions
0: yeah so what will happen if if they actually do it will you even know it's what to do territory i mean yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go before
2: to, i'm trying to go to the parade like i would i'd want to fly home for that Bro, you got here. Like, could be once in a lifetime thing I don't know like I don't want to miss that opportunity
1: yeah I am so happy to be here right now I couldn't go to any like I couldn't be here for any of the games this past weekend so kind of a bonus of them not winning is the fact that I could like go to the battery and party outside the stadium tomorrow and maybe Wednesday if there's still a game and uh, it's pretty electric around here
2: yeah so have you like bought Braves gear for the first time
1: been telling telling everyone around you that you've been a fan forever or what uh, I'm actually uh, don't even have to lie. I got a Braves shirt like s- two weeks into the season because it quickly became apparent that I was going to go to a million Braves games this year, and I didn't want to just wear my Yankees jersey and look like a. <laughs> school, so. Did
0: you I, did you hear that uh, there was a hundred and thirty five thousand people in like the greater vicinity of the park? Even though the capacity of the actual stadium is forty thousand, so there are Dude, ninety the yeah. yeah, the
2: batteries like all of, like shops and restaurants. It looked insane. You have yeah. to go to that. That sounds so fun.
1: No, I've been for the playoffs. I've been. It's pretty. Do they, have, pretty do they have a
2: screen outside?
1: Yes, like, to watch a game? massive screen, and oh, uh, I got this is not very on topic, but I got free tickets to go to a concert there that just coincided with a game while it was at. Um, like at the battery and I just went to the wrong entrance to get to the like venue, the music venue, and had to walk from behind the screen through the like 50,000 people that were posted up, trying to watch the game, just squeezing past everyone and like 20 people threatened to beat me out, but it's okay. I got It's started. like you're out out there, like you were at outside lands then so maneuvering your way through massive crowds. That's that's exactly right. I actually wanted to ask if you had any uh, traffic tips for me as an Atlanta native. No, you think I should Uber to the battery? You think I should drive? Yeah,
2: I, I'd say driving's fine. I mean, it's not even in the city anymore, which is why everyone's everyone was mad because the okay. Atlanta Braves are no longer in Atlanta. It's kind of sad.
0: Um. Okay, so. Famously, in game one, Charlie Morton broke his leg and then pitched like another inning and a half, struck out Jose Altuve, insanity. How long, if you broke your leg at the start of your workday, how much work do you think you could do? And could you do the equivalent of striking out Jose Altuve at your job?
2: Well jamo you want to take this you like your best <laughs> no you go ahead you go ahead no i was just saying so in this scenario do i know that i broke my leg because i don't think he had any clue i think maybe so has it been confirmed that he broke it when the
1: ball hit him like is I, that what broke his leg i think so what a massive but, coincidence it would be if he broke what his else leg what else he, would have broken his leg well no 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 as in like
2: enough. it was like I feel like what probably happened is it was like maybe like cracked and then just like the force of throwing that like last pitch just snapped it. I like to think
0: that his leg was broken uh, the whole time and he was fighting (laughs) through it because that's way more badass.
2: Yeah. That's insane. I mean, I don't think I'd get anything. Yeah. Do you think if
0: you, yeah. Do you think if you broke your leg, you're walking into work, you break your leg do you think on a broken leg you could like update an Excel spreadsheet or make no. a slide in a PowerPoint no. presentation? I know exactly. Not at all.
1: Yeah. I don't think though that I could do the equivalent of striking out Jose Altuve in my life ever. Like, I don't right. know what. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not my that best at day. Excel. I couldn't do any, anything. I don't know what the
2: Excel equivalent is to striking out Al- Altuve, but I'm, I'm at the very basics right now. I'm learning. Start so like conditional
1: formatting or something. Something super. Yeah, I, I learned
2: there. a pivot table last week. So mm. moving up in the world. Yeah. Maybe you could, but that's pretty advanced.
0: Pivot table. It's kind of that's kind of like like striking out cranky or something like that. That's kind of getting there. But yeah, last pivot game. game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's respectable, but you probably sh- should do that.
1: Yeah. Shaylin, if you had a daughter, who would you want them to date on oh, the Braves? And you can't question. say Freddie Freeman because I was, that's yeah. so dumb. Well, of course, of course it would be Freddie Freeman. <laughs> you say not. Him. I feel like Dansby's got
2: to be your answer. Just a Southern gentleman. I mean, he's dating Mal Piu, who has been my dream girl since she debuted for the U.S. Women's National Team. So I am a little bit jealous of him, which is why I gave that answer, but. You know, he seems like a down to earth guy, solid baseball player and fantastic hair. I mean, I've kind of been trying to replicate it, but um, haven't haven't been successful. I think I think it's the way to go, though.
1: Uh, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast or if my sister would want me to tell this story on the podcast, but my sister went to college with Dan's at Vanderbilt and they would always like coerce him into taking pictures with them. And she put a picture of just him and her on Instagram saying, like, my boyfriend or something along those lines to Dansby. Uh, and he untagged himself and, like, blocked her because he had a girlfriend. That my sister oh, no. There. See? Exactly.
2: And there, therefore, I would want my daughter to date a guy who would do that. Yeah. You don't want him to look like he's messing around with other girls. Extremely loyal. Honorable man.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But what about Jock? That's See, I don't someone. know.
2: Just the energy he gives off. See, I think I
1: want to date Jock. I don't know. If yeah, I want to thanks, Thanksgiving. To yeah,
0: your daughter walks in. Jock has his pearls, his spiked three up gin and there. tonics deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel He's like Jock might be least. Yeah, you know who's a sneaky good candidate though is Albies. Albies seems like a nice guy. He seems like a friendly, friendly dude. Maybe it's just because he's so small and kind of cute looking, but I think he'd be nice. You know, yeah.
1: yeah. Should we get a prediction? Yeah. What's What's gonna happen, Shalen? Next game or, or series?
2: Are we Are we going the whole thing? The series. The series. Well, is there a difference? I I have a feeling it's gonna be Braves in seven. Like I want to have my. My heart ripped out a little bit more. And then I feel like they're going to come. It just feels like it's the year. It really feels like it's the year. And also just I don't want to acknowledge the fact that blowing a 3-1 lead is even possible, but it is. But I'm going to pretend like it's not. Braves in seven. All right. Plus, who doesn't love a game seven? I mean, I would rather Braves good for in the sport. Braves in six. Yeah, exactly.
0: Have you have you paid attention to that uh, mattress store owner in Houston, Mattress, mattress Mac. Mac, who put who stands to win like thirty five million dollars on if the Astros uh, end up winning the World Series? I wonder, did, no,
2: did he I, put money on that? Down three one. No, no, no. no. He's had this as
0: like a future. No, I think he's had it as a future since like the start of the year. He put like no way, put like a ten million dollar future down. He's like, he's like an absurdly rich person, and all he does is gamble on Houston sports, specifically the Astros. What kind of
1: mattresses is this guy selling?
0: He is the mattress king of. The greater Houston area. He
1: bet $3.35 million back in June and he stands to win Mm 39.5. Something
0: like that. So, anyways, I want for nothing more than that old man to go broke betting on the Astros. So, uh, if you need any more reason to root against the Astros, there it is. Yeah, I think
2: people probably don't need any more reasons to root against the Astros, but yeah.
1: That's a good one. Mattress Mac is the icing on the cake. How do you
0: even place a $3 million bet? Who takes that? Does Vegas even take that? I mean, that's such a large payout. There has to be limits on that. I can't even fathom that. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I have a betting, I can't bet more than $50 on a single bet. <laughs> 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 I guess. $50 for a single bet or $300 a week. So, yeah, yeah. I will tell you what, Mattress Mac is not working with my bookie <laughs> somewhere other than that. All right, dope. Well, Shalen, thanks for your time.
2: Thank you, guys. I thought you were going to get predictions as well. Uh, in seven. Yeah, at what? Was yeah,
1: what? In seven? Repeat that? But you whispered. On purpose. The, like,
0: the, Ast- the Astros are gonna win.
1: I think I think I, the Braves it. Win I'm it. rooting for
0: the Braves. I hate saying it. But I I don't think the yeah. curse will be lifted.
1: I think if it goes to seven, there's a hundred percent chance the Astros win. Yeah. So like, you think he's guys-
2: gotta win it tomorrow? Like, he's been shitting the bed in the playoffs, too. I'm sad. Like he was so good in the regular season, but Maybe the nerves are getting to him. I don't know. Mm. But
1: law of averages,
2: this could be the game. Puts it all together.
1: Yeah, put that in Excel spreadsheet.
0: <laughs> I've also been on an all-time horrible betting streak, and I bet on the Braves at the beginning of the series. So I don't feel good about that. So maybe this is just my my own thing. But Can you imagine
1: how much did you bet?
0: Not that much. But
1: just a I future. I can't. Edge. No, I don't think I can edge. Probably doesn't make sense. Anyways. Sweet. Sweet. Thanks, Shalyn.
2: Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. I feel like I'm a regular can, now.
1: Can people? How people catch you?
2: Yeah. Plug your bear
1: dash for sports dash TV. Yeah.
2: Just Twitter. You can find everything there at Shalen Sing DC. Here we
1: go. Nice. Sweet. All right. Thanks, Jalen.
0: I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Now watch this drive.
1: Our next segment is called shitting on Dylan for being an idiot and believing in the Bengals, where we're going to talk shit about how Dylan was so hopeful about the Bengals and then they lost to the Jets. First question. What do you feel most stupid about after last week's episode for 20 minutes? Saying how the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Not exactly. Uh, but is there one thing that you regret most saying?
0: Um, most saying? I don't even know. It's more my thoughts that are hurting me than what I said. Granted, yeah. now in hindsight, that episode, that whole segment, I'm sure all of it sounds really fucking stupid. But what is even more stupid are the thought, the real thoughts that I had in my head of, like, wow, if we make the Super Bowl, I should find a way to go. Like, we should <laughs> – I have to go to a playoff game. I, I got so far ahead of myself in my mind of – I went through the schedule and I found a way to, like, make ourselves, like, 14-3 the rest of the way. Like, just I, – I, I am an idiot. I'm an idiot. And, and my thoughts are what hurt the most. It's really? the
1: equivalent of like after a first date when you're like, yeah, move 20 steps ahead, worry about yes. where you're going to have the wedding and honeymoon and
0: stuff. Exactly. And then you uh, get and get there's ghosted. never a second date. Yep. And then you get ghosted. Yeah, that's actually that's spot on. I, I got so far ahead of myself, like, you know, thinking about how much yeah. tickets are going to cost, thinking about going to a playoff game, all that stuff. And I forgot to overlook the fact that we still have to play the Jets and that Mike White is Tom Brady.
1: That's actually the one thing that I feel like is kind of helping you out here is that you did lose to the Jets, but with Joe Namath as the quarterback, like literally Mike better White than is Joe Nameth.
0: Dude, yeah. he was unstoppable. They came, okay, they came out, he started the game on like 10 straight completions, and I was like Okay, this can't last. It's Mike White. Then he threw two picks, like almost back to back picks, but they weren't really his fault. No, like they no. they were just like. But I was like, oh yeah, there we go. This is great. Now it's let's start running it up. And then right after that, he had like another ten straight completions. Yeah, it was I like think, he oh, was at one unstoppable. Point, at one
1: point, I think it was eleven for eleven with two picks. It was like, just yeah. the ball is not touching the, the ground. The ball can't it's touch a, the ground. Yeah. It's a, he's either throwing a, an absolute money ball or it's getting picked. No in between. Yeah. Um, I also feel stupid because I bet on the Bengals. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, I don't feel as stupid as you, um, but that's yeah. also pretty bad.
0: I yeah. Think. I know. That's the last time I, what, we were probably what, like 10 point favorites.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, the, the worst, part
0: that's going to happen
1: seriously hey yeah. the jets though they play good teams well you got to give them that yeah Even the titans and the, the Bengals. The titans
0: yeah dude Two the, of the best
1: three teams in the afc Something the afc
0: is just an absolute mess i have no idea what to make of any of it
1: yeah who's good
0: yeah because uh, week by week it changes and you think the titans are good but now they lost eric henry for yeah. the year and that's that's kind of it for them, right? It, I mean, it has to be. Unless I don't mean, think Ryan Tannehill is turns good. back the clock. So yeah, like only
1: 45 years old. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. The Bills, I don't know. The Chiefs, the chi- if But that's the other of thing of that's a- annoying. That's the other thing that's annoying too. Is that's how I got my hopes up too. Cause I was like, I was like, if we get to the playoffs, we just have to be the Browns, the Titans. Are you serious? Yeah. We can do that now.
1: No, if you're a fan of a good, like a relatively good team in the AFC, the odds are that you have done something stupid at some yeah. po- Like your fandom has been dumb at some point here. Like yeah. you're a fan of the Browns. And then last week they just got their shit kicked in by the Steelers. Or like yeah. Yeah. The Broncos starting three and out. now the, they look terrible. The Titans
0: so. or us losing to the Jets. Exactly. The Chiefs losing to everyone image. yeah <laughs> like being horrible yeah. yeah uh
1: one incredibly true thing you said not on air last week but just in our group chat Robert Sala, hot
0: I know like,
1: underrated attractive coach
0: yeah dude but by far the strongest jawline of any head coach yeah, um, like the because the, the thing about like I mean, because you kind of think it's like Cliff Kingsbury, Matt Lafleur, Sean McVay are kind of like the handsome coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury, you know, kind of got, kind of got a bit of a weak chin. McVay, eh. Lafleur also weak chin. Sala is chiseled. Dude looks like he was cut from granite. Like he he he's a good looking dude.
1: If you combine him and Arthur Smith, you just have a person with a normal chin. <laughs> you yes. just come out with a normal looking person. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah.
0: You're net even on a chin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's gotta be the most jacked coach too,
0: right? Zala? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, it's gotta be him or Vrabel. Um, yeah, Vrabel's less like jacked and more, like, big, you know? Yeah. He's kind of
1: built, like, groove. Flores? Well,
0: me. He's like... Yeah, exactly. Flores, Jack?
1: Flores might be. I feel like a bunch of them probably just have dad strength, you know? Yeah. I I can see Vic Fangio casually uh, Mm. deadlifting Mm -hmm. a couple Mm of few plates. Yeah. No, I don't think like that. Yeah. He's 70 years old.
0: I think, honestly, I think Sala right now and maybe it's the beard thing it's like the bald plus the beard um but him and Gabe Kapler the uh the manager of the Giants I think are the Mm -hmm. two most handsome uh coaches in any professional sports at the moment and I don't know if you've ever seen Gabe Kapler shirtless it is the most (laughs) astonishing thing you look up Gabe Kapler's shirtless right yeah, now. Yeah, doing it's this the most right now. Astonishing thing I've ever seen in my that life. Can't that that can't real. be real. That is real. That is real.
1: That cannot <laughs> yes, be real.
0: I'm. He sorry. is.
1: He it's he not is even chiseled. like
0: he's not even like jacked for for a coach or like jacked. he is just jacked. Yeah, this so is like vague. fake.
1: He, I mean, he must be on roids. It, it, right. Do they test coaches for roids? I don't I don't know. There's a reason why they should. I mean, they should for him, just so we know.
0: I know. Because otherwise, I don't, you yeah, is I don't I don't think you can look like that without steroids. I don't think you can be that huge and that vascular and that chiseled without a little bit of help.
1: Yeah, I mean, will I'll at least tell myself that. Yeah, that's not true.
0: It it's not attainable.
1: The yeah. very first uh, <laughs> headline when you type in Gabe Kapler shirtless is why Philly's manager Gabe Kapler was important to gay male sports fans. I can see boring. why. Yeah, what, about, what about straight male sports fans? I just want to see someone who's absolutely shredded.
0: I think gay, straight, anyone can appreciate how chiseled and jacked uh, Gabe Kapler is.
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to get off your chest about the bang- <laughs> this is slowly turning into a Bengals podcast, and they're making it really hard for this not to turn into a Bengals podcast. Like yeah. the two, the ebbs and flows of the season so far. It's hard not to want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Um, what else do I want to get off my chest? So horrible, horrible ending. I don't the call the excessive or I mean the um, roughing call on Hilton Mm -hmm. at the end there horrible but I can't even be that mad about that in particular because we were still losing to the Jets and that was just to have an opportunity to try to like tie it up Um, all I can say is Mike White is a god and if I were the Jets I'd start shopping Zach Wilson around because they have a quarterback. The Jets have yeah. a quarterback of their future, and it's Mike White.
1: <laughs> they definitely didn't need to trade for Joe Flacco. That is that hilarious. Is. Now, that they, make now they have sense. Mike White and Joe Flacco. At least I mean you guys did lose to the Jets, and you did lose to the Jets with a quarterback starting his first ever game in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You could have been lose. you could have lost to the Jets starting 45-year-old Joe Flacco.
0: I know, I know. I was scared. The thing was when they saw they signed Joe Flacco this week, I was like, this is setting up for just us to look like idiots because we lost to Joe Flacco, who they just signed off the street. Little did I know, the person I really needed to be scared of was Mike White, and I probably would have preferred to play against Joe Flacco in that situation.
1: Little did you know, and little did every other person on the planet know you had to be concerned about Mike White.
0: Yeah, yep. Um. Also, did you see uh, like every every starting quarter or every quarterback that like Adam Gase had coached, coached
1: in twenty nineteen?
0: Yeah, or... one yesterday, and it was like it was like Cooper Rush, Mike White, Matt Stath- like all these quarterbacks that like looked horrible when Adam Gase was involved with like their coaching at all ended up winning yesterday and looking pretty good. And yeah. it's just hilarious that Adam Gase now being out of the league for like two years, I will be shit on forever.
1: Yeah. I wonder how long this will go on for. I, I mean, could they 15 years from now? Could they be like the next prodigy who is only nine years old, who he was coaching in middle school is like the, a future hall of famer MVP of the league. I mean, they can go on forever.
0: No, I think they'll find a way that it'll be like, yeah, it'll be, like, 20, 2030. 20, There's some first-round pick who just is incredible. Next, Patrick Mahomes. And he tells a story about how when he was nine years old, Adam Gase told him that he didn't have a future quarterback or tried to, like, make him into a running back or something like that.
1: Yeah. No, I yeah. could see it happening.
0: I wish yeah. I was coached by Adam Gase.
1: I mean, I don't wish I actually had to go through the time of him coaching me. But mm-hmm. if this is what it turns out to be, like, where everyone – you know, you just survive him and then you're good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There you go. I guess that's maybe not the right way to think about it.
0: I mean, maybe it toughened him up, you know? Yeah. Like a horrible trauma that, you know, gave him some thick skin. It's like having a LaFar Ball as a dad. Yeah, exactly. And hey, Hornets, Bulls, both looking pretty good. Bulls on top of the East. Maybe Ball maybe whatever he's doing yeah (laughs) yeah
1: two out of three ain't bad all right well i'm sorry for uh that you had to spend your sunday like that
0: no it's okay uh we'll see how this next week this next week i think going into a bye if we're five and four and we lost two games in a row including to the browns who have a quarterback with one working arm uh, versus six and three going into a buy for six and three going into buy. I'm not, I'm not too upset, but uh, got a lot of writing on this one. So, all right,
1: well, I'm pulling for you. Same as last week.
0: Thanks, buddy. I remember
2: those days I had
0: no rice. I remember those days I had no sticks. And that was our show. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Uh, next week, we're going to talk to Gabe Kapler's uh, bottom right ab. See, how, see what the, the trick is.
0: For being so shredded and chiseled and veiny.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm i really hoping the answer is steroids. <laughs> so again, I hope I hope the answer is uh, I just drink and eat unhealthy all the time, but then I yeah. do a lot of steroids. So I know the <laughs> the
0: one thing I'm doing wrong. It's really just the one. Yeah, exactly. Everything yeah. else in the lifestyle can stay the same. I'm doing
1: everything right except <laughs> that missing link, which I'm yeah. okay with. all right sweet wow i'm excited for our interview next week this is gonna be great uh all right fam peace peace and love
2: today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now because maybe...